Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 57. I am Ryan Thogbarton. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. Jeff, good to see you, buddy. Nice to see you. Uh, you've been kind of under the weather this week. Everything's been chicken but the bill. I see you having a little chicken salad there. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Um, hey, food poisoning is a good thing, right? It's terrible. Terrible. Well, I, I can see, though, you went out and got your Pierce hat on, so you, maybe you had some of those fluids run through you and made you well. That's right. Drank a little yeah. bit. Just tipped a little back, washed it, flushed the system. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of that purple Jesus just made you look like <laughs> some color in there, buddy. Hey, you know what? We're really blessed, too, because this platform to share relevant information to the effing world is brought to us and powered by the Fast Funding Group. How about roll that promo with Mr. Jamie, please? Hello, all you FNers. Jamie Meredith here with C&J Financial, American Funeral Financial, and Funeral Funding Center. We're stoked to bring you the Funeral Nation web show every single week. Guys, every day our office is bombarded with calls from funeral directors just like you all across the country who are just sick and tired of waiting weeks or sometimes months for payment on their insurance assignment cases. That is insane. There is a better way. Our group currently works with more than 3,000 funeral homes nationwide and funds more than 40,000 funerals annually. And we'd love to show you why so many of your colleagues use us to process and fund all of their insurance claims. Check us out at cjf.com, AmericanFuneralFinancial.com, and FuneralFundingCenter.com today for more information. Remember, always be finer than split frog hair in four different directions. Cheers, y'all. Great promo. So, Jeff, what do we got coming up on this episode? This is a great show today, as all of them are. Um, we have someone from the National Grieving Children's Alliance. Please watch this segment with this. Um, it's relevant to funeral professionals. Our spotlight goes to Michigan, which I think they're frozen tundra. And the WTF is regarding cold cut storage. So we'll have a little fun with that. Ryan, we're going to do something a little different on the buzz this week, aren't we? Yes, we are, Jeff. So uh, it's the holidays, as we know. Obviously, in funeral homes, are doing a lot of different things. We want to challenge the effing nation to send us pictures of your de funeral home decorated for Christmas. And we want to do something special next week uh, with a little holiday-themed episode. Wish everybody a good, big, merry Christmas. So uh, please email us or comment below with a picture of your funeral home. Um, if you want to send us an email, put it up on the screen. Just send it to ryan at disruptmedia.co. And uh, we'll put together a special little episode next week highlighting some of the great Christmas goodies that are out there. Okay, so Ryan, I know this is horribly sideways for coming out of my mouth that people won't believe. But I want to be a little PC here. Uh -oh. um, if you also have Hanukkah decorations or whatever you choose to worship or celebrate this time of year, send those too. Brett Schwartz, I'm calling your name out. You hear me, bro? I want to see something in here. I just gave it to you. In fact, Dan will be happy, you know? I'm looking after the guys. So Anyway, send us something and show us what you got. Hey, Ryan, uh, it's time for the uh, More You Know Minute. And this one was pretty interesting that we got in. This comes from Michael in California. Should I forget holiday cards and just post a video of our funeral home on the Facebook page? Ah, see, this gets me in a catch-22 because 
as a social media agency, the things we do for our clients all throughout the year revolve around sending video messages and, and different Facebook posts. But for Christmas, we still send a Christmas card. However, I, I think for the families that you serve, it's important to have a personal touch uh, and send them a Christmas card. But I think for your community, it's great to have a special video on Facebook. We're actually doing that with a number of our clients. But, you know, I, I still tend to swing a little old school when it comes to Christmas cards because a lot of families expect that. Um, it, it's got me in a catch-22. Personally, my family does not send Christmas cards. We put a little message up on Facebook with a picture of us and go about our ways. But I think from a funeral home to the families you serve, Christmas cards are important. To your community, it's absolutely fine to put out a great video message. Hey, that's wonderful. Hey, Michael, thank you for sending it in. That was a great question. We actually stumped um, Mr. <laughs> it's a, it's Mr. Social one. Media Man here. Um, Anyway, we're going to move on now to our uh, guest today, who is Andy McNeil. He's the CEO of the National Alliance for Grieving Children. So let's roll that interview. Andy, welcome, and thank you for being a guest on the Funeral Nation show. Please introduce yourself and a bit about your professional background. All right. Well, great. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate the invitation to be here. Uh, my uh, uh, career has been mostly spent providing direct support services to uh, individuals who've had someone in their life die. So whether they're age two or three, all the way up to a hundred, I've facilitated older widow widower groups to uh, groups for children and teenagers. Um, and my, my background, really my education is I have a bachelor's in religion uh, and I spent a little time as a youth pastor early on in my career. Uh, it's where I say I got the gray in my beard, um, was uh, from taking uh, this group of 70 teenagers on trips around the country. And wow. it's amazing to me when I think back and think that people actually trusted me at that age with their <laughs> teenagers when I was just a little bit older than they were. Uh, but I learned a lot, learned a lot interacting with kids and, uh, and took that into my career. The last um, uh, bereavement center that I, I ran was in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, it was connected to Children's Hospital of Alabama, and we provided counseling to parents who had someone die and to uh, children who had someone die. Wow. So I've, I've interacted a lot with funeral directors, with, um, uh, you know, healthcare, hospice, uh, all those things, and then just have been honored the last five years to be able to travel around and, and represent the field with the National Alliance for Grieving Children. Mm. Well, great, Andy. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm a youth pastor sometimes with all the people in our office, <laughs> as you've heard the background noise. So, uh, as the CEO of the National Alliance for Grieving Children, will you please share with us a little bit about the organization's mission? Yeah, yeah. So our mission is to provide uh, education and resources to people who want to support bereaved youth. It's really that simple. Uh, kind of secondary is that we want to be able to raise awareness on a national level of uh, issues that related to childhood bereavement. Um, you know, bereavement affects children in all walks of life, whether they're suburban or urban youth or whoever they might be. And, uh, you know, we want to be central in advocating for kids, uh, mainly that, that kids, people recognize that kids grieve. Uh, that death affects them and ignoring it and not talking about it uh, isn't the answer. Um, I had a, 
I think what illustrates it best is this. I had a, an executive approach me after a talk one time and he um, he came up and, and said, you know, your talk about children's grief really struck a chord with me. And I want to tell you a brief story. And I said, OK, so this is what he told me. And I think this captures what we are as an, a national alliance. Uh, as he said, when I was nine years old, my, my mother uh, died from cancer. And I knew she had cancer, but I didn't know she could die from it. Like no one ever told me that. And I remember my dad coming home one day, she had been in the hospital for about two weeks and sat me down and said, you know, your mother has died. And he said, I remember going to the funeral and sitting at the funeral and, and seeing all these people doing all these things and no one was talking to me. Like I was just mm -hmm. kind of sitting there and watching everything happen. And then we went to the graveside and he said, it was the same thing. I was just kind of there and no one really said anything to me. He said, we went back to my house afterward and had a big party, uh, you know, all kinds of food and everyone was back there. And he said, I was just sitting on the couch watching all this happen. And again, no one was even acknowledging me being there. He said, so I had this overwhelming desire to be near my mother. So he told me that the, the, the uh, cemetery was about a mile from his house. So he said, I got on my bike and I rode my bike to the cemetery. I just left the party and rode my bike over there and went to the place where I remember that, that we had the graveside. He said, and there were men still filling in her grave. He said, so I sat up on the hill above this, you know, scene. And he said, one of the workers looked up and noticed me, you know, and when he's telling me this story and the first person to sort of notice him is the guy filling in his mom's grave was pretty significant. So he said the guy walked up to him and said, you know, son, we're working here and you really, you're not supposed to be here. You need to move along. And he said, I looked up at the guy and said, you know, sir, that is my mother that you're covering up down there. And he said the guy just stopped, kind of went down to one knee and got right face to face with him and said, son, I'm sorry for your loss. He said, you stay as long as you want. So he said, wow. I just sat there and watched them, finished them, finished filling in my mom's grave, got on my bike, went back home, went in the side door, everybody's still at the party. And no one said, hey, where have you been? You know, uh, no one even missed that I was there and no one even knew this. He said, I'm 40 something years old. My wife and my kids, my dad died without even knowing this story. He said, I have never told anyone till you, you talked about this today. I didn't even think about it of what I had done. No one has ever known this. You're the first to hear this story. So, wow. you know, so what does that have to do with who we are? Is that we don't want that to be kids, a kid's story. We don't want their story to be when they're 40 years old going, no one ever talked to me about my mom and about the death and about how it impacted my life or even made me feel like I was a part of it. You know, uh, right. we want stories to be different. So we have a net, we have uh, hundreds of members across the United States. We have a membership program where they get access to a lot of different, uh, you know, resources. And things like that, so. Well, and you know, Personal stories are what make everything pointed and, and stick with people. That to me was was interesting because I, I when you were telling me the story, I was watching a little boy. I don't know who he is. And you know, we don't think about that sometimes at funerals enough, especially as funeral professionals. Andy, can you tell us a few offerings that the National Alliance for Grieving Children has for professionals and cute uh, community members who want to support children? Because that that really rung a bell there. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, what we've realized is that there's not, there are resources out there, uh, but people don't always access them. Uh, and, and a lot of companies don't even know what resources are out there. Or if they do, they're not sure which ones are accurate, you know, because there's a lot of different ideas and things that people put out. So what we've worked to do is just try to centralize things, to pull the best of resources that we know are supported by research uh, that, that tells us how kids are impacted by death and how you can help them. So if you go to our website, we've got a lot of downloadable material that people can access at, at childrengrieve.org. It's real simple to remember. But one of the best resources I think that we've just put together is a, um, it's a caregiver guide and, and activity book all combined into one. And the reason why this is so great is because parents don't talk to their kids about grief not because they don't care about their kids, because they don't want to make it worse. So they don't really know what to say or how to engage their kids. So this resource uh, we put together, it's an 80 page um, activity book, that's really written to the caregiver on how to understand their kid and how to interact with their kid around issues related to grief. And it covers everything from remembering the person who died in a, in a memorial type way to the funeral, just just mm -hmm. even describing what is a casket, you know, what's a hearse. These are things right. that you don't understand and him giving parents the words to say. Uh, and what about returning to school when the kid goes back to school? How do they do that? And how do they re, you know, re-enter the school environment? Um, and then there's also frequently asked questions in the back. What if it was a homicide or a suicide? You know, how do we talk to our kids about that? So it's a really a practical guide for parents but then enables them to, to engage with their, with their kids. Um, Excellent. Uh, well, Andy, with the holidays upon us, what are some of the resources that you recommend from your organization, to, um, you know, that help around the holidays? Yeah. Well, again, if you go to our website, we have a number of things that people can download that will help them, you know, to give them some information about how, about the holidays, about kids during the holidays. You know, the interesting thing is during the holidays, kids, they do miss the person who died, but kids are so excited about the holidays. It's like they're, it's their time, you know, it's all sorts of cool things happening. And I think one of the misnomers, even with bereaved kids, is that, you know, they're kids. Uh, they're kids who happen to be bereaved, but they're kids first. And you think about what kids love during this time. They love to, you know, to be part of the holidays and experience it. Challenge is that their caregiver is typically grieving and it's difficult for whoever's whoever that you know the home that they're in it becomes very difficult for them so i usually recommend the caregivers go to our website download some resources on how to how to help yourself how to begin creating uh new traditions around the holidays if the if your existing traditions are too difficult for you um how to do that and do that with your kids and include them in that process uh, becomes one of the best things that, that you can do. And wow. as far as professionals, uh, go to our website. We've got webinars from five year, over five years of information on childhood grief that you can peruse through, that uh, you have access to, um, uh, to be able to view and, and you know, educate yourself on how to help kids. That's outstanding. Um, in closing, Andy, how can the Funeral Nation help and get behind the National Alliance for Grieving Children to assist? Right, that's a that's a great question. We we uh, last over the last several years we've enjoyed a really great relationship with the funeral uh, uh, service folks. Um, 
the funeral nation to use your <laughs> use your term. I mean, you know, you guys have been great uh, partners already with us. Uh, a number of folks have supported us individually, just remembering us at the end of the year when you're doing your year end giving. Uh, corporations, the corporations in this in this uh, service field have just been, uh, you know, hearts can't be bigger, you know, as far as the way you've reached out to us and, and been supportive. So, uh, you know, again, remembering us with corporate support. Uh, and a big way is we go back to that book. One of the ways that you can support NAGC and help kids is a lot of corporations have gone and just purchased a number of these books and then turn around and put them in the hands of families for free. So That's you're supporting an AGC by purchasing the book. And at the same time, families get access to information that quite frankly is lacking, you know, uh, for them. So right. the main areas, visit our website again, childrengrieve.org, easy to remember and, uh, and check us out. Well, I think this is something essential because uh, a few weeks ago we had someone from Heart to Heart, one of our sponsors that you can actually go and talk to. And this is another resource. And I firmly believe that funeral professionals are funeral professionals, not necessarily grief professionals. But nonetheless, uh, please give a big old hug to uh, Miss Kathy up there. She's <laughs> one of my favorite people. Um, I'm sure it's too early for her to be out. She's probably on the beach getting a suntan or something like that. <laughs> but uh, y'all yeah. have a wonderful holiday and, and Christmas. And thank you for what you do out there. And uh, we're glad that you came here so we can help you do the job that you do. Great. Great. Thanks a lot. Thanks for what you guys are doing. Appreciate the invitation. Take care. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Excellent interview, Jeff. We're really hitting it out of the park with the people we've got on and, uh, that was just another one, so timely and important. Uh, but this interview segment was brought to us by Sitch Caskets. Uh, Sitch is really disrupting just the distribution model and different things here in the U.S. Uh, with their great products, so let's roll that promo. Funeral Nation is sponsored by Sitch Casket, importers of premium hardwood and fine metal caskets created exclusively for the North American marketplace. Is it a Sitch Casket or one of the top U.S. brands? Only your accountant can tell the difference. Visit Sitch Casket or contact your Sitch distributor. All right, Jeff. So uh, you told us the spotlight is going to Michigan this week. Uh, who are we going to shine the spotlight on? Well, uh, again, I repeat that uh, we'd like to share positive stories and shine the spotlight on funeral directors and professionals making a difference in their community, which helps us all. This week, we shine the spotlight on the Simpson Family Funeral Homes in Stanton and Sheridan, Michigan. It's kind of cold up there. The owner, Bill Simpson, has a customized motorcycle hearse, and he personally provides fantastic life celebrations he serves. Um, I have an example that he had a service for a guy who drove a school bus for a living. Used, he used to race uh, cars at a local dirt track and loved to ride his Harley. So he created a procession with the folks with 25-plus bikes, school bus and lots of other cars for the procession he arranged with the local racetrack owner for him to allow us to take allow them to take the entire procession through the pit stopping at a gentleman's pit stop and then they took everyone for a final lap on the racetrack i have to tell you he said that he had goosebumps when he crossed the finish line and a flagman was given his final checkered flag wow. folks that's what it's all about out here okay Listen to what folks have to say and get a little creative, you know, cheese straws and, and peanuts ain't, you know, getting it done out here. It's, it's time to listen. Anyway, uh, 
he does a great job up there. Uh, I know Bill and his family, and he's one of our progressive guys out here. Bill, my salute to you. Um, thank you for what you do. Thank you for the hearse, and uh, thank you for being an effing fan. That's right. Great spotlight segment, Jeff. Uh, this has been one of my favorite segments that we do because it really is showing the difference makers that are in our profession and uh, they're out there doing great things. So spotlight segment is brought to us by Heart to Heart. We recently interviewed Mr. Dick Pearl. Uh, you can check them out at hearttoheartsite.com. Roll that promo. Caring Voices by Heart to Heart. A professional grief counselor available 24-7 for pennies a day with no cost to your families. For more information, visit hearttoheartsite.com. All right, Jeff. Okay, so another another one of our great segments that everybody looks forward to is our WTF segment. We take a humorous, humorous look at something in our profession, either poking fun at ourselves or just some random fun. It's something you'll talk about Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and it definitely makes you say what the funeral and uh now this is another one would you buy your meat at this place it's a terrible place for a meat um, factory which came first though the meat plant or the cemetery well i don't know and you know again when you look at storing your cold cuts and meats is this something that it's a new underground storage program oh, but man. uh <laughs> i don't know who captioned or not captioned but who took this photo but it's a brilliant eye because saint mary's meats um, fresh cut meats right next to the cemetery. Hey, by the way, before you get finished, come over here. Maybe they do have some kind of special program. You get half off if uh, you, know, you do this. <laughs> what if it was St. Mary's Cemetery and then you had St. Mary's fresh cut meats? I don't know. And you know, then it goes back into um, what about the cremation side of the business? What do we <laughs> go there? I don't, I don't even want to go there. No. Right? Okay. This one's over right. with. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> WTF segment sponsored by Disrupt Media, the Disrupt You Show. Hit it. At Disrupt Media, we're a social media content agency that focuses on storytelling for funeral companies. We use real stories to build creative strategies that achieve actual business goals. Want to learn more? Visit disruptmedia.co. All right, Mr. Commander, this wraps up episode 57. Next week, we're moving on to 58. We kind of gave a preview of, of what's coming up next week, but is there anything else you want to add? No, I just want to remind everybody, uh, first of all, we thank you for what you're doing. Tell, holidays are tough on everybody. Um, you're out there in the trenches doing the hard work for folks that are grieving. Again, I want to remind you about these children and uh, helping folks during this time of year. Look at the kids. That story um, really touched me that a little boy went through this whole process and nobody ever spoke to him. And I can actually see that happening. But uh, anyway, y'all have a great week. Ryan, you're going to close us up. Make yeah. sure we're here. Send us the pictures of your place, good yes. or bad. Please. And that one person, us. yeah, that one person on Facebook I jumped on, send me a picture <laughs> of that ugly funeral home that you thought was so terrible that <laughs> put the lights on it. All right. Don't cross me. <laughs> Sending out the warning. All right, folks, hit us up on social media. Email us your uh, Christmas photos, Hanukkah photos, whatever you celebrate and, and how you decorate. Uh, comment below with those as well. Until next time, have a great effing week. Out here. Out here.